Hello and welcome to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast where a lifelong comic book reader guides his friend through, through the world of comics for the first time. I almost had it right. Uh, my name is Joey. <laughs> my name is Joey Morgan, uh, the lifelong comic book reader. With me, as always, is Jacob Licklider, the newbie. Today's issue is surprisingly less horny than the last one. Right, right. It's 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 there. Actually, a little bit more horny on the on the traditional male side, but. Uh, <laughs> um it's there it's there uh anyway so uh yeah today we are talking about reign of the superman i realized last issue that we never actually said what we were covering next time because we just kind of assumed that everyone knew what we were doing but uh but yeah we're covering reign of the superman we never even said it last time i mean you can put it together at this point we're not just going to cover death and funeral or we're going to keep going so we're, we're still we're still doing it we are, we are. Um, yeah, uh, today's very exciting. This is actually my favorite of the of the volumes. Volumes we'll be going over, um, but uh, it's probably my favorite so far. That's fair. Yeah. Return is is a pretty close second for me. Um, yeah. But obviously, we'll, we'll, more on that next time. Today we're uh, discussing Reign of the Superman by once again a fuck ton of writers: uh, Dan Jurgens, Carl Kessel, Louis Simonson, and Roger Stern. Those being the uh, the four regulars. Oh, yeah, At this Jerry point, Ordway's gone now. Jerry Ordway is gone, yeah. Um, so, non-spoiler section. Oh, wait. before we get into today's episode, uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, this episode, we won't be able to um, to know as much what you guys thought of the last one, uh, because we're recording this ahead of time. We're sort of starting to record ahead of schedule, because Jacob is not available for, what, March? It's, it's much? The, the, the last week or so of March where we would yeah. need to be doing a recording. Yeah, I am so, taking a much-needed vacation, So we're actually applying to medical school. So we are actually getting ahead of the game, and we are going to be recording in advance for the next couple episodes, that being at least until, like, episode 13-ish, somewhere 13, around there. 14, I think it's 13. It's either 13 or 14. I want to say 13. So, uh, so, we'll be, so we'll be a little bit ahead of you guys uh, for the next couple episodes. Bear with us as we go through this. Um, we just have to plan these things ahead. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm glad we're doing it the way we are. But uh, but once again, as always, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Um, as always, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Uh, apparently, we're on Podcast Addict. I think we were just automatically registered there. Um, that, so you, that's, you that sounds like a, like a bot. But, but it it does but i was looking at our analytics and like two percent of our listeners were from podcast addict last week yes (laughs) so it was really weird i was like all right fine i'll I'll take it well i mean it's 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 ears listening to two nerds geek out about I guess so. I guess so. Uh, All right. Now we're getting into non-spoiler section first uh, with Reign of the Superman. So what did you know about Reign of the Superman going in? I knew that there were four Supermen. Um, I knew, I obviously, I, um, I knew of the character of Steel. um, Because because of the, uh, the the cult classic Steel starring Shaquille O'Neal. It is not a cult classic, Joe. It is a terrible movie. Um, have you seen I didn't it? Realize? No, I oh, refuse okay. to see it. I am. It is... I'll, I will watch it with you someday. <laughs> we will do a commentary on the cult classic. Steel starring Shaquille. Shaq. Shaq. When 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 we reach ten thousand subscribers, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and I, I didn't realize that that, that he was uh, I didn't quite realize that he was actually a DC Comics character. Um oh. 
So, so you knew the movie, just not that it was based on. I, an I, I just, I just thought it was like, oh, we want to do a superhero movie in the '90s or something because Tim Burton's Batman is a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, weird thing. Um, I, I, I was telling you about this um a couple days ago. I was like, the the Steel movie came about because of the Nicolas Cage Superman movie. Um, the the, the canceled '90s uh, '90s Nicolas Cage Superman movie, which would have uh, would that universe, I guess, proposed universe would have eventually uh, covered Death of Superman, and the Steel movie was proposed, and it would have been a byproduct of the Nicolas Cage Superman universe. And it and Steel is like the one thing that actually made it through, basically because Shaq was involved, which baffles me like yeah it, it is a like, baffling story like yeah okay death of superman was big we are far enough away at this point by the time still is introduced from the actual death that well there's still probably elevated numbers they are probably not reaching the the actual highs of like superman 75 no oh, pro- probably not probably not but honestly i'm not sure about that um let us know, actually, on YouTube. Uh, if, if you're listening on YouTube, let us know. I, I'm curious about that. I don't know what the numbers were sale-wise for uh, for Rain. Um, yeah, which is so, – so I knew about that. And then I knew about Superboy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's not called Connor Kent in, in this volume. Yeah, he doesn't have a proper, like, human I, name. I'm yet. guessing they don't give him a human name for, for – either until the next volume or possibly even later. Yeah, um, it, it came about way later when, yeah. you know, when we actually had to start distinguishing between other Superman and, and Clark was actually back. So it's, so yeah, so it's not here now. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I, I knew him because I, I knew his, I don't want to say his, his design is iconic, but it's definitely a design that you see and you do not forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I, is, love the, I love his first cover in particular on the issue where he first appears. I love that cover. It is. It is. This is this 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 issue is perhaps the most 90s we've gotten. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, not, in, so. not entirely in an edgy, bad way. Just in a, oh, it's the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, and I knew there was a cyborg Superman. I don't know what his deal is. Um, and I knew there was a fourth, but I, I didn't really know anything about the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, he would he would be the one that people would know the least about. Um, although when you find out a bit more about him in Return, he do, he is a bit more rooted in Superman history than one would think. Um, but but again, more on that next time. Um, it's um, so, so, you, so you didn't know anything about Cyborg Superman though before this. No, I knew he was a cyborg. Yeah. Uh, um, what's really interesting about this is is as as you mentioned like you at least knew of most of these characters this is these are this is most of their first appearances right here um so the, the fact that they all come from like the same event is really interesting and um I, i'm sure you were at least interested to see like like how they all sort of weave together um i think we've talked about it before i don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast or, or off the podcast um but what's really cool about how this was organized is that there were four titles that were covering death of Superman and funeral for a friend, uh, adventures of Superman, Superman, man of steel and action comics. So those four titles covered one of the four Superman when, when we got into this and eventually they would, they would sort of intersect and they would sort of come together. They would meet each other. Eventually other characters would cross over. Um, but I really love that approach. Did you like that? Like, did you like the way that like, is, the, the story it is, was told? it is a really good approach of, it, it, it lets it lets the creative freedom of each writer uh, flow naturally because one one of the issues that you have with the middle of funeral for a friend uh, 
spoilers for funeral for a friend um is that you can that part of part of the reason the plot stops dead is because it's clearly like this needs to happen here so each writer has to make sure a plot point happens but then kind of stalls before they can get to the next plot point um because like you'll have writers like jurgens and simonson who like to keep plots moving um jurgens especially relies heavily on visual storytelling um like early spoiler section we'll talk about that because there's it, it it's fascinating the fir- the way this book opens um mm-hmm. not not giving anything away um yeah. but um whereas roger stern likes to likes to rely on lots of dialogue lots of um, lots of dialogue lots of inner monologue lots of descriptions of what's going on despite the fact that we can see what's going on in the drawings a lot um, of times we can see what's going no <laughs> internal monologue is not bad um it, it's just Stern just uses it a lot. Yeah, yeah, in a, in a lot of places where it's not necessary. But I do agree. Like, like I, it really does allow each of the four titles and the four Superman stories to sort of work at their own pace and uh, and, and to really breathe. Like, you know, you really it really is like the only time in this whole event where you could have been reading only one of the four titles and totally followed what was going along until your Superman started crossing over with the others. Yeah, which kind of starts to happen at the end of this. It kind of starts to happen at the end of this volume, not yeah. entirely. Um, mm. it, it doesn't really. It's 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 that nice character interactions of these characters are all around. They're still all around Metropolis. Like Metropolis is still our our main setting. Um, yeah, we're not doing a full uh, like a full world hopping thing. It's 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 very contained. So they obviously they will meet each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, and, and that can be different. It also, it it also is is sort of it makes it allows each of the writers um, basically to do their own take on who Superman is or who they see the public perception of Superman to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's 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 clear to me none of these are actually meant to be the real Superman. But, oh yeah, well that that is interesting because I will say. There, there are certain, there are characters here, uh, like, like pretty much all except Steel do have at least something personally connected to Clark himself. Again, we'll find out more about that when 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 more gets revealed in Return. But they, they are a bit more closely connected than you would think. So while they yeah. are obviously not all Superman, Superman, um, there are two of them, or at least to one of them that literally has the face of Clark Kent with Cyborg there. Um, one of one of them who who could easily be Clark underneath with that with the visor there with Last Sun. Yeah. Um, and then Superboy, one who's a... Super yeah Superboy like isn't even claiming to be actual Superman, but he does come from the DNA of Superman. He claims he's being a, he's a clone of Superman. Um, which honestly, which I mean, if you read, well, if you read the very beginning of this book, like like they show it's it's the Cadmus project, and it, you know you know that like he's at least telling the truth in being a clone or coming from something closely related to Superman. Um, but but steel i think is it being the outlier here makes him probably the most interesting storyline of the four it it definitely is he's he and the it's hard it's hard for me to rank sort of my preferences after this after this volume for which one i enjoyed following the most i i was intrigued by the cyborg um yeah, cyborg, cyborg has one issue in particular that we'll get into more when we uh when we cover spoilers i'm sure you know which one i mean already yeah um, but he has one issue in particular that like you're like okay i've really at least at the very least i'm curious to see where it goes and um 
I yeah. really like the fact that you don't anything, don't really know anything about Cyborg going in because I knew something about Cyborg going in uh, that uh, that sort of spoiled his whole purpose in in the volume uh, for me at least. Uh, but everyone does have like a specific purpose, you know. Um, like Steel is all introduced as a totally separate hero. Um, Superboy, you know, we're bringing in to eventually sort of become a uh, a sidekick to, to Superman. So so you, so each of them has like their own role to play, and uh, and we'll see that better played out uh, when when Clark actually comes back and return. Yeah. But uh, but for now, I really love the way this is done. It's 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 interesting, sort of like also sort of the mantle that they take up, because. Um, a story like this very much could have devolved into them just fighting each other um, very quickly. Um, yeah. Because, like, let's be honest, this is the 90s, and, like, we're, fa- we're far enough away from the death of Superman where that influence of let's do dark, gritty, grimdark, edgy shit is starting to take effect. Like, yeah, and you can see it there, but it's not super prevalent here. I'd say it's it's not prevalent. It 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 takes it's it takes its time, and and all four of the writers do take really good care to not just just make it everyone comes to blows immediately. It's let's actually examine how Metropolis is reacting. Like the people of Metropolis are very much its own. Like it its own character sort of like a mm-hmm. i don't want to say like a sort of like a chorus um in sort of a theatrical sense uh mm-hmm. sort of like they're, they're not they're sort of this representative of how how people you know would be reacting to this situation um in i mean like a chorus in sort of like an older theatrical sense not like your musical ensemble i'm talking like yeah i don't want to say greek chorus yeah so um like this isn't this isn't following a, a great chorus idea, but it's it's following just sort of like this this idea of um, of the chorus representing sort of just the world at large, um, mm-hmm. all through sort of just a group of characters who you know will come in, comment on the narrative. Um, well, you still have things like Lex Luthor being schemy. Um, and you have, you know, people trying to fill that void. Um, not, not interestingly, not going to every character to fill that void. There's, there's a, cons- there's some conspicuous absences here. Yeah, that we will get into as as we sort of go along. But I guess we should probably get into it now and uh, jump into our spoilers, shouldn't we? Yeah. I mean, so, well, um, before that, I would say if you, if you had struggled with fr- funeral move immediately forward to to, to rain it's, yeah yeah it, it's, it's 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 a massive step up step up in quality unlike funeral it'll go by a lot faster um it's just a really really enjoyable read i really really love this there volume. isn't nearly as much stalling around the middle um mm-hmm. the 2016 edition is like what the second shortest of, of the five yes volumes? the second shortest of the five volumes yeah and, and that's the clock's uh, at around 300 pages Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, it's it's definitely like still it's significantly longer than death but i mean it it really doesn't feel like it. it 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 feels about as long as death with how fast the pace is yeah yeah all right well 
that is a ringing endorsement endorsement for Rain. But let's find out why. Let's jump into spoilers now. So we kick off kick off not on an individual issue, um, but the but the end of an individual issue. Uh, we we have the last couple of pages of Adventures of Superman five hundred from the last collection, uh, and really it's just these four little vignettes of um, of seeing our four Superman that they all get introduced at the end of this issue here. Um, we get the sort of gang shootout here where steel is introduced. Um, uh, we've and got... then with, 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 uh, with sort of a, an alternate introduction for a sort of villain lady called the white rabbit, who's going to be important later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can tell him like, like you can tell immediately when Roger Stern takes over. <laughs> And, because uh, because so because Simonson wrote wrote wrote, this, wrote Steele's introduction. There's some there's some dialogue, but it's it, it's not a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then you but go to Stern the here. Each each of the four Supermen get like a full page of when they're fully revealed. Um, and you get uh, and each of them are like you know it's it's mostly about the picture. It's seeing this Superman for the first time. Maybe one you line. Get to, you get to this one with the yellow visor on his face, and there are like what five bubbles of dialogue. There are five sp- bubbles of dialogue. <laughs> None of them that small. Like yeah, um, the smallest one has four words, but it's yeah. connected to another one. <laughs> Um, uh, we then uh, go to uh, uh, the Cadmus Project, project. Uh, and we have uh, something that has broken out. That something here is Superboy. Um, I, I, I really don't love... ever call him Superboy. Yes, um, um, but he totally is. And then uh, our last one here it has almost no dialogue. Almost uh, but it's... Because, because Dan Jurgens knows how to visually tell a story, Star. He does. He does. And God, I love the design of Cyborg Superman. It's so cool. Um, it's got this perfect like balance of like it's not so so much robotics on him that to, to, as to be distracting. Um, well, it's distracting. Obviously, like there's obviously a giant fucking hunk of metal on, on Clark Kent's face, but it's uh, it's still this nice. It's it's a nice blend. I think. I think it's also what's interesting is they didn't try to like pull a artificial skin. Let's reveal he's a cyborg later as a twist. Yeah. Yeah, he he just looks like that from the get. So, yeah, and 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 at least with Cyborg and Last Son, they have at least they they have enough reason there to be like this. We'll get into it later more, but it's more obvious with with Cyborg. Um, They have enough reason to be like this is why I'm the real Superman. So you could see like I died, so I had to be like cybernetically augmented. Like there there's a reason there that he could easily convince people with. Yeah, I don't entirely get why Last Son has the visor. Um, don't they say it though? Yeah, but it do they? Yeah, it's hard because there's a lot of text in that's, all of his that's, issues. That's true. I, I um, will say there are definitely points during Stern issues where I just my brain starts to skim because a lot of that dialogue is necessary because you, you get because you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, like the, the so the story arc begins proper with Action Comics six eighty seven. Um, I love I I love the cover. Oh um, yeah, it's a really nice it's cover. Interesting. Um, it's such a nice cover. It's tagline color again, and you know he's that's it's this new Superman coming in. Each of them sort each of the issues, the introductions of each of the Superman sort of does play around with like, oh, what if it actually is Clark coming back here? Um, uh, but I, what I also love is that they keep all of like that they and they did it for death and funeral. Uh, they keep like the DC logo, everything there because you get to see like bonus last of Krypton poster. So like these issues would have come with a poster. Um, I like that they have that. Like they have a uh, 
they keep like all the wording on there still it's still fun to look at yeah. um uh, so we open up uh we have in in the arctic or in, in arctic we are in the arctic uh antarctica yes uh it says right there um oh, yeah, antarctica. yes the antarctic antarctica uh, um, with a great a great one page spread i, I love this I, lo- I love the colors on that so nice really um, interesting and you know for the first page stern shows a little restraint <laughs> and then it just goes to shit um and, and you have but uh, but he does set the scene really nicely that we start I, I start thinking of the 1980s horror film the thing oh yeah, yeah i get that um, i get that Partially because it's one of my favorite just films in general. Mm-hmm. If you have not watched John Carpenter's The Thing, go do that. Um, excellent. Um, but I would say, like, it, there's a. It, I love the fact that this is the first one to introduce the idea of the four Superman. That last son is the one to introduce the idea of it because he has the backstory that is most probable of being like oh yeah this is actually clark you have these little like servant robots that are that are speaking kryptonian or kryptonese as they call it kryptonese <laughs> they call it um, kryptonese. yeah and what um, he's he's what energy he starts out as like what energy and a mind um and it's 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 great visual horror that's brought down by the fact that roger stern just doesn't stop with the dialogue like but like, uh... like you can get rid of most of the dialogue on this second page which is and and you would just visually be able to tell the story yeah um, but uh, but we go on like last son is is born he's this energy being at the start um he uh, he gets sort of caught up on how superman existed before this um we we have um I, we have these great like sort of redrawings of the death of Superman and, and, and the JLA being there, um, and this idea that like he doesn't know if he's like that he's dead, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is 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 very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And this one like truly believes that he is Superman. You know, th- yeah. th- this is this is immediately fed into him, and he believes that I- everything about it. So, um, and it so becomes, go... like yeah, he goes to he goes to the tomb, and like nobody can see him, um, but he like t- becomes the body, re inhabits the corpse. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, it, it it ties into how Lois found the casket there at the end of yes. the last issue. Yeah, it so is. it's all there. Like it, it it does it does follow it nicely. Actually, what I really like about what we come to see with the introductions of each of the Supermen is those interviews that Lois was watching at the end of Adventures Five Hundred are all actual things that we see happen here in these issues. Yeah, we get to see it's it's a nice use of like doing not of moving backwards just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, to really to, to really help uh with the idea because you know the casket leaves like and uh, this is all presumably while lois is gone with um gone with the kents and john kent is doing his whole thing bringing his son back from the dead and whatever um also alongside the rise of the four supermen we have bibbo here <laughs> bibbo babowski um <laughs> the more I read, the more I love this man. He's so great. Him, I love him. Make, if this man is not currently appearing in modern comics, 
whoever's in charge of Superman right now, uh, <laughs> it's Tom. Is it? It's one of the Toms. Uh, Tom Taylor. Yeah, Tom Taylor is doing Taylor, that, son, of, son, yeah. son of Kal El right now. All Please right. have Bibbo meet son of Cal, uh, meet John Kent. I would. That love, would be delightful. I would love that. That would be delightful. Throw in <laughs> Damian Wayne for, for putting this out to for, Tom Taylor right now, please. Because <laughs> because Bibbo is just like this this gruff gruff sailor who also like clearly wants to help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Um, I love his little makeshift Superman costume with the sweater he, and the he, he steals the he steals he, he he's using just a shirt that he's that like that he bought out from that dude from funeral. Um, yeah. And again, this is a this is a man who's like, right, I'm gonna give this person on the street a job. Uh, I'm like and like he gets it like, you know, Metropolis needs a Superman. I may as well try. Um, mm-hmm. you know. It's like he's gonna try, you know, because Superman was his friend, um, and it's a it's a nice little diversion. It's a little comedic, but you never they never certainly never makes Bibbo feel like he's like it's like Bibbo, you're an idiot. It's no, yeah, he's just he's just he's he's lovable. He's just he's just kind of there, um, and he, he, he also certain... probably could take you in a fight. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's just he's a really he's he's a much needed part of the story, I think. Um, we then go back to Last Son here, who gets his gets his little visor thing and uh, says that yeah uh, that he, that he can't look directly at the sun and um that, that, like the death like damaged him, damaged his eyes permanently. It's like well, part of the question is like what he can't look at the sun. It's like no no, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> no one can look at the sun. Well, well, can we, Superman? I was gonna say we could assume that Superman probably could, right? Could he? Probably. Okay. He's Superman, probably probably could. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It's a bit. Um, anyway, the the yellow visor thing helps him see. So uh, it helps, so the, and it helps distinguish him from from the other four. Like yeah. Well, he like, also has like the most. You know what? I'm gonna say it. Superboy exists, but he has the most '90s costume, I think. Yeah, yeah. Espe- espe- especially without the the Superman shield there on his chest, like just the yeah, blue it, and black it's side the by stripe side. Stripe, yeah. Gloved. It's very, it's it's simplistic in that '90s way. It's really. It looks it looks like a one piece. Mm-hmm. Like like it's all 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 one piece of fabric. Yeah. Um, uh, he then gets the shield and cape, and he goes out and decides to start fighting crime like he used to, like like he used to. Um, like he, he totally used to. And we have an interesting pickup with the um, with the cult of Superman, which they didn't do as much with. I'm kind of disappointed. I was, I was yeah, it, th- like they get mentioned occasionally, and I thought just... with like maybe with like uh, Last Son, especially because later on they keep saying he's a fascist, like. Maybe this is like his 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 fresh thunderlings, but like, not really. Like, yeah, but then there's also of... a lot of potential with the cult of Superman for there to be like more infighting and to really explore that. You know, like, like they all believe that each one is 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 the real Superman, that they're all different. Um, so yeah. I think there's there, there's a lot more potential than than they actually like made use of here. Yeah, but they um they see. Uh, you know, you, you, Stern basically does, you know, a recap using 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 the news of of just you know the last set of Krypton fighting crimes, and the news gets to a very angry Lex Luthor, um, 
Lex Luthor the second, totally not Lex Luthor, totally not evil, totally did not murder a woman in the last volume. It did not at all, no, and he will face no repercussions for it this volume. No, no, he, <laughs> he will the, the, Here's the thing, at least it doesn't get dropped, though. Like, they do at least, yeah. like, do something with it later they, on. They do something with it. He still faces no repercussions. Like, yeah. My dude, you murdered someone <laughs> that you really didn't have to murder. <laughs> Just because he didn't like her. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, very angry. Lex has a lot to say because he's written by Roger Stern. Um, Supergirl comes in. At um, least, at least here, Stern is establishing some things. Like, yeah, yeah, like, it, it, like it's Supergirl. It's Supergirl letting Lex know of, of, the, of the news that Superman's body is missing again. This time, it that wasn't there's stolen. 24 hours of missing tape from the tomb because you know, like. Stern is at least smart enough to realize that the fact that we've already done a body is missing plot, um, mm-hmm. and, we and, we and we don't just retread the same beats again here. Yeah, it, it's nice. We don't. Um, and Luther, uh, you know, uh, he's smartly skeptical that there would be four supermen around because I will say that the time scale on these issues is a little wonky because it's like. It's not exactly in progression. It's all sort of taking place around the same. Yeah, they're all meant to have currently. Yeah, like there, there's there's meant to be like a time gap there between that news broadcast, like like when when Last Sun goes to stop those guys, and now when they're when the four Superman have already all been all had their little pieces on the news. Yeah, and there's the idea that it could be, could be a hoax. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, but you have. So Lois comes in then to to sort of see for herself. Uh, As Superman's know. saving a, a plane. And you do have this one interesting panel of Stern really going full in on the Jesus imagery. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I actually don't hate him for. I think that's actually really smart. Um, yeah, I agree. Because, like, like, people like to make Superman a Jesus figure. Uh, and especially if you're doing death and resurrection... Yeah, it's 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 literally the Jesus story with it's, Superman. It's, it's the Jesus um, story with Superman, mostly. Yeah. So if so if you're if you're doing the resurrection prematurely with people all claiming to be the resurrected Superman, then it makes sense to do it here. Yeah, uh, but it's but we get perhaps the most intriguing scene is is Lois's. Lois is Lois is this is where Stern's dialogue actually gets really good. And oh the, yeah, I, I love his dialogue. And a lot of the and even the internal monologue here is mostly necessary. Oh yeah, yeah. I especially love the last line that Lois has here. Um if he is telling the truth, I've lost Clark all over again. Yeah. Well, because um, it's it's this great uh, Lois is very smart not to immediately immediately give away that she knows that Superman was Clark Kent and obviously Mm-hmm. Like, because she's smart enough to be like, this is still a little suspicious because people don't come back. People don't come back for the from the dead mm-hmm. usually. You, so, usually, <laughs> except for that one time. Yeah, but here we are. Um, so yeah, so that was a uh, that was. Fuck action! That was action. Action um, comic six eighty seven. Yes. Uh, we move into Superman, the Man of Steel, number twenty two, rightfully belonging to Steel. Um, uh, and this is I. I this isn't you know perfect, but Simonson is trying to tackle something very heavy. 
Simonson does a lot here. Um, there's a reason that Steel storyline is my favorite. Um, like, oh god, I love it. So let's get into it. So, what did you take away, like, like from right from the beginning here? Because it opens right from, really heavy. <laughs> it's like, right, we are going to be tackling the gang violence and uh, some of and just and some of the failings of of cities, um, and you know weapons dealings and, and sort of what happens when you have superheroes in society as well as just what had been happening in the world especially especially in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. um and continues to this day yeah. uh um like you you have we start with this this great scene at i'm guessing it's sort of a youth center um mm-hmm. with uh henry johnson A.K.A. John Henry Irons, A.K.A. Steel. Um, not yet. Are, not yet Steel. Not yet Steel. Not, he hasn't. Yet Steel. He hasn't been crushed because the again the first time it's it's the weird time. But he he's basically relaying the story of John Henry, which I'm which sure is, if you went yeah. to school in a public or private school system in the United States of America, you have had this legend recounted to you at at some mm-hmm. point. But um, it's it's. And it's here to like specifically draw this parallel between what is clearly the, the inspiration for Steel, which is John Henry, um, you know, li- li- his name literally being John Henry Irons. Um, but it's this great parallel that I really like that Simonson makes use of here. Um, and it's it's again, it's all it's it's told in um, captions all over a scene of uh, a scene of gang violence, which. With is, super with super weapons supplied to these su- supplied to these gangs, this one person gets shot with it and, and, and is burnt to a crisp. Um, and it's like, and it's a kid who gets shot. Like mm-hmm. these are just kids who are gunned down in the streets. Mm-hmm. And what more could you want, really, to uh, to sort of drive someone like like John Henry Irons into action? Uh, we uh, he gets he gets uh, hit by a car, then gets put in the hospital. We get his backstory then um, about how Superman saved him and uh, as, as he was working instruction. And I really love his backstory here. Um, I'm not sure if if John appeared before this, like if they actually put him into earlier issues or if this is actually uh, meant to be like the first time that that his backstory was ever told or even touched upon if the character was first touched upon here but it's uh it's a really strong backstory and and, and making it the reason for him to, to want to take up this mantle and uh, and be one of the four supermen it really works it, it's really it's 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 very much setting setting steel up as the human one mm-hmm. the one who is you know trying his best to basically fill a void um because mm-hmm. you, 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 you get, get this the... backstory um you get this then you get this panel of him walking um that almost feels like a parallel to something in dark knight returns um like yeah him, oh yeah oh, oh, oh i didn't even notice that yeah, yeah no, it's it, um but with Superman sort of as the ideal, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's very much you know it's like right well if if no one else is going to help why not me? Um, mm-hmm. He know. has this great sort of inner monologue where he says John Henry fought the machine and won. Well, what I'm fighting is a, is a deadlier kind of machine, one I helped put in motion. And uh, and my God, oh, so so what did you think of the steel costume though? It is 
it very much could have easily become because you see him forging it, which is again some great artwork, great use of internal monologue, amazing use of colors. Uh, the colors, the colorist I, uh, for this issue was. Um, let me just check that because I, I, I want to get it right. Um, Glenn Whitmore, who I think did a decent amount of the colors in the book, but like the steel issues in particular, he's a really good use of reds, um, mm -hmm. reds, purples, oranges, that sort of thing. Yeah, reds um, that really pop too, because steel is is meant to be all one color. So when you have that cape draped over the back of it, it looks so so nice. It looks so good. It's great, and it very much could have been. Let's rip off Marvel's Iron Man. Mm -hmm. But it's not. First off, totally different basis for the character. T totally um, different basis. Uh, well, a, yeah, a, yeah. Character, a character who really has a lot to say, not just about the story that is going on here, but about what his personal story, like what is going on in Superman, the Man of Steel, the title. Um, what is going his, on in the world, too? It, 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 the character just has a lot to say. And uh, his design being so striking really, really lends to that. It's also the one that is the least like Superman, um, which is ironic because of the four of Superman. He's the most like. Yeah, yeah. Is... Like Steel is the one that claims to not be Superman, but to have the soul of Superman. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really... it feels like it's just meant to be just a metaphorical soul of he's trying to help. He's, you know, he sees he's he it's eventually revealed, you know, that he is part of the reason these weapons were developed in general. Um, but he, you know, he saves his landlady, um, his his psychic landlady, who's just telling <laughs> people's fortunes. Um, I love her. <laughs> She's uh, great. Uh, it's it's so interesting, um, just how it happens. And you have, you, again, you have him save his landlady. And then we go right over to Lois Lane. Who, <laughs> who, be, who beats this this guy that she's going to name Jeb. Jeb just... Friedman. Is Jeb Friedman a recurring character? Has I've, he... Honestly, I'm not familiar with him at all. Uh, I, this is this story is the only thing I know him from. Um, he's here, here, and in return, that's all I know him. In. He's an asshole. Like he's like he's immediately like, "Why don't you come to dinner with me, babe?" Yeah, this is like dude. totally totally like glosses over her her probably dead fiance. <laughs> Like at this point, even at this point, you have people being like, "Okay, yeah, so 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 Clark is probably dead," mm -hmm. and you know Lois is 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 allowed to breathe to grieve. Um, we then get a quick scene with Lex the Second with the most gorgeous hair he's ever been um, drawn with, and amazing <laughs> colors, amazing colors and shadows. It's it's almost surreal, sort of how how much this art specifically changes style. Um, mm -hmm. Like, and you get this idea sort of that Lex is slowly going more manic just mm -hmm. as the more Superman show up. Uh, At this point, you do get the idea, like, what the brief was for each of the four issues, each of the four titles to open on. It was that do your origin, but there has to be a scene where Lex is commenting on the four Supermen, and there has to be a confrontation between Lois and this particular Superman. Um, which is, which is, which is, you know, it's fair, because each of the writers do something different with it. Um, yeah, yeah, there is like, something you'd offer. Like, Stern, Stern very much acts like this, like, is, is very much, no, she's lost Clark again, 
this is definitely not the same Clark Kent Superman that we know. Um, and, you know, it, it, and it breaks Lois because, uh, you know, you have because you have you have steel um, basically going to find the weapons suppliers and, you know, get the dealers off off of the streets and, you know, being in basically metal armor. He doesn't get hurt by bullets. Um, again, with a great action se- sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you, he, and that's when he realizes when he's slammed into a wall uh, that the guns, the Toastmasters BG-80s. Which is... Oh, how, oh, how 90s. <laughs> Such a name. <laughs> oh, oh, it's the 90s. Um... We then meet up with uh with right White Rabbit properly. Uh nineties. Uh well my point my point of the previous scene was also that, you know, it's his designs, all these deaths are his fault. Um mm-hmm. I, just some, I hate some... to take away from that, but we gotta talk about this fucking page where White Rabbit is properly introduced. Oh yeah. <laughs> I swear this was written by a woman. Um <laughs> It's, it's it's yeah it's um it's it's, it's a thing it's there um it's it's very it very much knows that the majority of comics readers at this point are male yeah um, yeah um I mean it's a cool composition for a page I love it like her the full body like in front of the four panels that make up that page two of those panels being just uh, a a little bullseye on steel yeah it's I mean it's not the worst and it's also not like the worst design or fan service that you know we've seen ever. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, but it's there. (laughs) It's also still a a, a skimpy outfit, um, especially from the back. From the front, it works almost better. Um, Yeah, like on the second page. Yeah, there's there's cleavage, but there's also like it's a sensible-ish outfit from the front. From the back, it's just if if I had a nickel for every DC comics character named white rabbit that was designed like this, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. It happened twice. Um, Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably read it someday. It's from uh, a new 52 title called Batman, the dark Knight. Uh, she's a character that sort of falls in with the, the mad hatter Tweedledee Tweedledum gang. Okay. Uh, yeah. It happened twice. Yeah, this, uh, yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> totally different character, just also named White Rabbit. I guess it's totally different writers, too. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was David Finch, I believe. Yeah, David Finch. Anyway, so, more Jeb being an asshole. We also catch up with Pa Kent for the first time since Funeral, uh, who's, who learns about the, the Superman on TV for the first time. And oh. he, he just doesn't believe it, um... And interesting, Lois doesn't meet really meet Seal in this. Yeah, which, but but we will get it. But it's 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 yeah, it's there. It's, it's um, later, isn't it? In the annual, I think, I think so. I think so. Somewhere around there. Um, so we move into Superman seventy eight. Then the first proper issue with Cyborg Superman with a cover featuring Doomsday. Yes, yes. The interesting because. Um, I was thinking they would like, you know, just have dropped Doomsday by this point. Like, yeah, no, we are, we are catching back up with him. I'm really curious to know what you thought of, uh, what they do with Doomsday here. Uh, well, first we actually have to talk about the way they open, the way that Jurgens opens that's different is Jurgens again, opens with, opens with Lois. Um, 
Lois is still grieving. Jurgens does Lois the best, I think, of, of all the writers to take I on this story I arc. Agree. Yeah, I think you have to agree. Like, you, you get the sense, even from just this first single panel page, she is throwing herself into her, into her work because she just can't fully deal with the fact that Clark is dead and cannot deal with the fact that there are multiple people claiming to be Superman. Because mm-hmm. uh, she finds herself uh, at LexCorp, um, you know, where uh, there's a this uh, Dr. Meyer who, you know, she's coming to see, um, you know, because, you know, apparently Superman is back. Um, I also love with seeing him. I also love how the title of this story comes in. Uh, he shows her this picture of of Cyborg Superman, and um, and she's looking at it. She points to it, and then you could just imagine this sort of drop in whatever music would be playing here that just says "Alive," Dan Jurgen's story and layout. Like, oh, it just it has this very cinematic quality to it. It's it is, so it's, cool, and it, it, it conveys it, it conveys the emotion. Very well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, and and then we don't go back to Lowe's for a while because we cut immediately to Star Labs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where, you know, where Jurgens takes the time not to show us Cyborg Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, despite, despite the fact he's on the cover and he's been revealed before this, like, it's a cool buildup. It's a cool buildup. And I, I imagine the covers are one thing that, like, happens later in, yeah, the, in the creative yeah. process mm-hmm. um but also i'm sure it was a requirement that each of the first appearances of them in their own titles ha- they had to be like in full display on the covers yeah because you know it, like yeah but we immediately find out that he's there for the body of doomsday which first off is really fucked up like it's it's one of those cases where like again you know you're absolutely certain at this point that none of the supermen are actually superman but if one of them were to come back i feel like the first priority of superman would be to deal with a doomsday that may or may not still be around yeah but like he wants the body like for four reasons and then you know it's 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 also a very cinematic page because you see just him with the eye his mm-hmm. clark kent's blue eye full of anger mm-hmm. um before cutting back to lois mm-hmm. uh, we catch up with Lois here. We get some more Cadmus stuff. Um, I like that the first full body we get of Cyborg Superman here, though, is just a, a, an infrared image of him. Because Cadmus are worried that, you know, Superboy might be back. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I like that, like, in that infrared image, you see the clear distinction between the metallic parts of his body. and, and yeah. The, yeah. Like, it's just so cool looking. And, and um, you immediately, it also immediately puts in the idea that Cadmus doesn't actually know about Cyborg Superman. They aren't responsible for this one. Yeah, they so like, so it's telling the reader something important as well as, uh, as well as just like Cadmus finding out for, for themselves what's going on. But it, it tells the reader something important too that like we know Cadmus is directly involved with Superboy, but not with this. Not not with probably any of the other Supermen. But uh, no, but, but, not, but it, it makes but that all, all the other ones that they would possibly be involved in. Cyborg is the cyborg one is on the list. They have the technology. They can rebuild him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so they make the call. They decide to fire on Cyborg Superman. He, ob- it obviously doesn't affect him at all. And we get this this gorgeous full page where he's fully revealed. It's a naturally evil design. Um, 
obviously it's intentional to be uh, for it to be evil, but also there's it's literally Clark there on one side of his face. I love that aspect of it. And just this, just the, this inhuman cyborg with teeth. It's the teeth. It's the oh, teeth yeah. that do yeah. it. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's the red eye. It's the teeth. It's the fact that uh, one part of his left leg is hollow. Because, yeah. um, like, that, you can get with a metallic cyborg design. I mean, uh, the design of the character cyborg in uh, the early 2000s Teen Titans show is... I'd say at least is kind of inspired a little bit by this design. That's possible. But not yeah. evil. Like this is an eve this is like an evil character design. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a good design. Um and I love I look in the back of this edition, there are some sketch you, you there's there's a sketch. Um mm-hmm. there's a sketch I think of you get sketches of all four. Uh, you yeah. may not get steel. I don't remember if you get steel, but you get I I th- I th- remember like the character you get the 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 most sketches for back there is, is Superboy. He's the one they played around with concept wise yeah. the most, which I, which is is which is very interesting because um, you know the, the, he's there. But yeah, like the cyborg design, it, it's like Dan Jurgens is the one who designed this one. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, and, and and it's just it bleeds that that perfect Jurgens visual storytelling. Like you want to know a lot about this character before he even says a word of dialogue. Yeah. Um, again, it, it's 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 so good. But then you get some dialogue, and you have, um, you know, just the confusion. This has got to be some kind of sick joke. I watched you die with my own eyes. I was there when they buried you. So I love this next panel here, where like you could cover one side of Cyborg Superman's face, and he looks like the fucking Terminator. There, it's just it's this really amazing design. Like we, I, I know we've just been gushing over the design of this character, but it really is perfect. It's really good, and I love I love the dialogue because mm-hmm. like it's, it's his first it's, his line here is I've come back, Harper. I'm different due to the damage. Superman isn't really the kind of person who would be like. He wouldn't refer to like another superhero as their civilian name. Like, yeah, yeah. He like, um, but like if it was like, yeah, if it was but, Batman, but, but he would not say, nice, "I would come back, Bruce." It's that it's that nice little hint. You could tell that the cyborg, what the cyborg is trying to do here, is saying, "Oh, I know your name. I'm clearly I'm the real Superman." Um, but that's just not how how the real Superman would act. It, it isn't, and like. It's this really subtle way of just like telling these little differences between the characters. Um, but Cyborg then crashes his way down, finds his way to Doomsday. I love the little uh, descriptors here. Uh, Doomsday, Destroyer, Berserker, Murderer. Um, they uh, they never even bothered, bothered to, to wash my blood off you, Butcher. Even in death, you wear it like a badge of honor. My God. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's, it's such an interesting, just the art here. It's, it's so much gray, so much metal. Um, uh, Cyborg then takes Doomsday, begins to flop, steals the body out into space, and Lois sees it. Lois still thinking it could be it could be Clark, Mm -hmm. and you get a a chilling sequence where he where he attaches Doomsday to an asteroid and flings him out into space. At which point, then the Cyborg comes down, meets up with Lois. And I like, again, I, I hate that we just keep talking about the design, but it really is perfect. Um, 
he's very threatening when he first comes down. He comes down in the rain. Lois's hair is drenched. His hair is drenched. He comes down. He grabs her arm. You can see the water coming off of the metal there. But he looks very threatening. Be sure to stick around to the end for the train compilation. Um, but we have at the end here this great uh, this uh, not, not at the end on the next page here this uh, this great panel where he looks almost sad. He says, "My memory, so much of it is gone." Um, he looks genuinely sad. Right down to the next thing where he looks at his fist and he's all silhouetted, looks very threatening again. It's this great design that can constantly flip back and forth from from the very si- human side of Clark and this Terminator character that he is. Like, like, and it helps the reader make the question, like, is he totally an evil villain, or mm-hmm. is there some humanity there? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, like by this point, like, Terminator, Terminator obviously would have come out, because um, Terminator was out, like, in the 80s. Um, so, like, there's definitely, there's that influence the design is is definitely inspired by that but then um then he but subjects himself to this this sort of dna test which is really um, interesting because like you at this point we've already you know we've we've this is our third superman mm-hmm. last son wouldn't do that like yeah last son's a prick um mm-hmm. uh last son, would, last son would say something like oh, i'm just me doing this should be enough um but no, Steel, here, like, Steel wouldn't do it, but Steel would never also wouldn't claim to literally be Clark Kent re- resurrected. Yeah. Uh, so we bring Neil Moulton here, who I think, yeah, we did talk about last time. Yes. Um, Still a character I don't know because I haven't gotten around to the animated series yet. But he's he's done a lot of tests on Superman over the years and he knows his DNA. Um, and this DNA is the exact same. He says there isn't the slightest bit of deviation. Um the, uh, at the end of it, he's like, the, uh, "This man is Superman, come back to life." I love that last panel where he, um, where Cyborg stands there, all heroic, and you have the shocked Emil and, and Lois behind him. It's really, it's, really, it's great. really good. And then we have the tease. I'm in love with this. I fucking love this so much. I'm going to read this out because this is great. Um, it has been said that in space, no one can hear you scream. True. But if we could bend the laws of science and assume that we w- that we could hear for just a few seconds, we would hear laughter as we zoom in on the asteroid that Cyborg Superman threw into space, and Doomsday is alive and well and laughing. And that is the end of that issue. <laughs> and that is a gut punch to end an issue on. Like uh, Doomsday, I, I'm assuming doesn't come back. Until, uh, like, after the arc is over. He, he's yeah, not going yeah, yeah. to... That, that, that's just a little tease that, like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring him back someday. But again, you have this idea being uh, being continued through, like, through that, throughout all these issues so far that Superman is actually coming back in some way, shape, and form. If Superman could survive, then we could be reasonably certain that Doomsday would, too. Sure enough, here he is. And he's laughing. So now Jeez. it's time... For Adventures of Superman 501. Okay, I love the cover. I <laughs> this love that. cover is perfect. It is, it uh, is so 90s. Um, so camp. He is, so camp. Superboy has burned into the wall here. Truth and justice, my way. <laughs> also, bonus Superboy poster. Boys With a scratched out. out boy and it says man. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is so 90s. So, um, so... And I think it's also interesting. So Jerry Ordway's left the left. He's gone. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more him. Uh, and Carl Kessel's taken over. 
And Carl Kessel is so he's so interesting the way he he does it. He he opens very strong. Um, he has so much. You could tell like Carl has a lot of fun writing for this character. Um, just from like his very first scene, he saves this woman, and you could just tell the way it's drawn. It was it had to be very specifically written. He holds up this woman as he saves her by her ass as by he stops as, as he stops this car <laughs> in sort of a, in sort of an homage to Action Comics number one. <laughs> sort of. It's nineties. Yeah. Horny. The Adventures of Superman when he was a boy, which is just a great title for the story itself. Um, as for like as the sort of like meta take on like oh yeah this is you know Superboy, but also just just a fun little take on on where this where this actually is. Also, so uh, wasn't that like the tagline of the original like Golden Silver Age, fifth uh, like Superboy comics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, I, I think I, it I think was. So. I'm pretty sure. Um, I love this bit the next day uh, when he when he like takes out his sunglasses, puts these like tiny uh, sunglasses, <laughs> just really fitting for the character. Um, he seals him off of this this guy. Um, mm-hmm. He then just kisses the girl. Um, just you know, just just a random sexual assault. Go big. Um, mm-hmm. uh, tr- uh, flies away. Then we meet up with Bibbo once more, which I'm so happy about. Um, <laughs> and we see to... Bibbo, Bibbo helping people and then saving a puppy. He saves some puppies. Well, he saves well, one it's puppy. Kind of, it's kind of dark. The whole bag of puppies fucking dies except for one. <laughs> except for one. But it doesn't matter. Um, Bibbo saved a puppy. Bibbo and he's, he's had uh, that. That is Bibbo's co- uh, contribution to uh, to the adventures of these supermen. Hey, um, hey, hey. He's going to name him Krypton, which is. Yep. Just ad- it's, it's adorable because it's it's like an old lady who just throws them in the river, um, uh, and it's because she couldn't take care of them. She couldn't take care of them. It's not fucking it. And then it's a stupid have... setup, very stupid setup. But anyway, because well, um... it helps the tone of the issue. Because we this turns into a comedy. Mm-hmm. It turns into a complete comedy where we go back to the Daily Planet. Superboy we... is just sitting there at, at Lois's desk, uh, reading the Daily Planet. <laughs> um, and he's mad that, you know, they didn't both end up on page one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jimmy Olsen walks by and says, Superman, Superboy is more like it. And then he slams Jimmy against a wall. <laughs> it says, listen, um, pal, which is, that is a choice. <laughs> Superman's pal, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, I keep I keep referencing that. Do you know? Like, I'm assuming you know that that's typically the tagline for Jimmy is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. I, I, I know of Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, and Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Okay, right. I know that those are a thing. Okay. Well, um, like, like, there's an episode of Superman the animated series that's like called Superman's pal because it's Jimmy centric. Oh, that's that's gonna be yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. He's he's just the edgy '90s teenager with a single earring, but he's like Lois. Lois is just done with his shit immediately. Mm -hmm. It's like you know, I don't have time for this. The real Superman was at least old enough to shave. So Superboy decides, fine, I'll, I'll find someone who does actually want to give me press, and he he takes this reporter girl. Um, uh, first, uh, well, first he he freely admits, "You forced me to do it. It's supposed to be a secret, but well, I'm a clone of Superman." I just read that as, "Oh, it's supposed to be a secret." You are telling everyone, sir. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Like, here's the thing. We, we should have problems with Superman. We should have, like, real-world issues with this character existing the way he did. But it's done in such a way that it's really lovable. It is, it is like, you, it's very much like, oh my god, you are literally hours old and you have no idea. What yeah. You, he's <laughs> Rocky great. Horror. It is so great. He I is Rocky it. Horror from the Rocky Horror Show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so much fun. Um then uh Lex yeah, he, he abducts his... he abducts this this reporter grabs her asks her name she screams it's like that's an interesting name you spell that with four a's or five <laughs> um so uh yeah so, so she decides to actually like do an interview with him um he says the whole it's a secret but i'm clone superman and, and we have the actual interview here uh lex gets pissy at this slams his tv with a fucking baseball bat because he's a he's harley quinn apparently yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah, honestly, honestly, I don't blame him. Uh, yeah, he, he's right to be pissed at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then go to uh to GBS News headquarters, um, talking about the the, the the press they're giving Superboy. Um, I love the way that this is done. Like, like as as the most public of the four Supermen, I love the way this is done. And you really get the sense that he is, despite determining a Superman, he's a kid. He is a child who doesn't have parents, uh, quite literally grown in a test tube, um, yep. and, like, is making this all a show. Um, like, there's, oh gosh, there's, he's floating above, like, the, the press room, listening to music on a, on a, on a, on a, on a tape, on a, on a cassette mm-hmm. tape. On, on, um, on a Walkman, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He then like like just stands on on, uh, on the legs of a helicopter as it flies through for GBS, <laughs> um, like above the slums. They they're just dropping him right into the slums. Yep, as they're just like, it, he just goes in, uh, shows it's these guys show up. Showtime. Um, <laughs> it's so it's, camp. I love it. Beats some people so up. Um, flirts while doing it, but it's like. It's never like flirting, flirting. It's the awkward look at me. I'm so cool. I'm such a poser. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, flirting uh, that you get that you get with with teenagers, especially dumb teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like he has an earpiece. There's an explosion. Uh, he gets hit by a bus with just giant fucking spikes because attached 90s. to the front. Because 90s slams him into a fucking wall uh, and he makes it out, obviously, because, you know, Superman. And he's um, pissed because it break, it tears his leather jacket, his super <laughs> cool leather jacket. I love it. Um, it's like, punches, this means war. He punches the shit out of this one guy, uh, gets another interview done because, you know, yeah, because uh, he just he loves he, he loves being in the spotlight like this. But, but this more, is just his entire character for a while is the flashback to Lois and the Kents. Mm-hmm. Like, Martha Kent is just like, like, like it, Lois is like, well, I guess that's just it, Martha. You didn't raise this boy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's, it's a shocking thing. Like, this is, this is, this is kind of, I think what Cashel's trying to do is taking the complaints of Superman as boring and a big blue boy scout like you want 
you want your edgy, hip Superman, this is what you get. He's yeah. a teenager. Now, yeah, and, now, he, and he's uh, insufferable. <laughs> he's insufferable, but I love him. He's it so is, great. It is, it is, it is, it is, ooh, perfectly readable. Um, uh, Superboy then meets up with the Guardian, because yeah. he can. Because he can, I guess. Um, the it's Guardian kind of, kind, of, of like, kind of fizzles out from the plot at this point. Yeah, like, and you have you have this reporter. Her, her name's her name's actually Tana. Um, Tana, I, I was saying Tana. Tana, Tana, one of those two. One of those two is her, probably correct. Um, and she actually seems to be like a decent-ish reporter. Yeah, she has yeah. some um, ethics. She's she's actually like a pretty prominent character in the Superboy issues. Um, she's even there a fair bit in Return, and uh, she's she's a really great character. I really enjoy her. Um, we get this nice little scene here at the end between uh, Lex and Happerson. Or, or no, no, wait, no, uh, Packard. No, Packard. Have we met I this guy works... before? No, but I th- I think he works for he he clearly works for Cadmus. Because um, you know. Uh, they needed a Superman. They rushed Experiment 13 into production. It was uncharted territory. We decided to implant certain safeguards in case something went wrong later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lex mentions, uh, uh, he says, uh, he says um, you told me you couldn't clone Superman. Guy goes, uh, well, yes and no. Listen, I'll tell you everything. Meaning that Lex had something to do with this, presumably? Yeah, presumably. This is something that I'll tell you right now we won't touch on in return unfortunately and superboy doesn't appear in the the doomsday volume well, yeah because doomsday's doomsday's later miniseries things. yeah it's, it's it's self-contained so i'll tell you now the idea is that there's uh some of lex luther's dna in superboy you know i think i knew that i think i, knew I think that. i think that's i think that's fairly common knowledge but i wasn't sure if you knew yeah. so well because i know i know that's like the origin they go to when they do him on uh, the young justice cartoon yeah yeah and i think and doesn't doesn't the live-action Titan show also do do this sort of? I have, I have I have not watched Titans. Well, I watched season one of Titans, but Superboy's not in season one. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm not really familiar with that. Too familiar with it. Um, but uh, but I know like so like I, you haven't watched the uh, Reign of the Superman movie yet, but they do the Lex thing in that too yeah. and make it more apparent. So he's also, I also know he's played by the guy who plays the who plays the Joker on Gotham. Yeah, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, he's which will awesome. be which will be interesting. I love him. Uh, he's, he's great. Um, all right, so now we get into our first annual in this collection. I like the annuals a lot more in this collection than I the annuals. Well. The annuals. The annuals at this point they don't break shit up. They they well plus the annuals form their own little plot line as they yeah their own little plot line that also integrates with the main plot. Um, yeah. So um so so it's this little mini series called Bloodlines that runs throughout the annuals. This is the Man of Steel annual. Um, this is uh, Bloodlines featuring Steel in particular. I like uh, the art in this one a lot. I really yeah, really, it, really like the art in this. It's a, it's a different. Um, I think they all have they all have a different artist from just the main rain uh, line. I think. And uh, as with Man of Steel at the time, this is by Louis Simonson. We get the most '90s monsters I've ever fucking seen in a comic. Oh, oh look this at is these a, things so fucking it's, it's, it's look at these edge. things um, it's called cutting edge these are 90s these are they're also shapeshifters they're armored um they have little like uh 
aliens, uh, alien type, like tongue aliens within them. Um, they come out and eat, eat people with, well, not eat people, but they, they attack people and, uh, they, they say they feed on them. Um, really they're like stealing their identities, um, and becoming these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's so nineties cause, um, but you know, more importantly is, uh you have like where we really where we really start and, and things this starts to get interesting because like the first few pages are just some action with these aliens mm-hmm. um who are our 90s you get this very nice scene with with john henry irons working out at working out at a gym mm-hmm. uh, you know with 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 this guy who's going to become important he isn't quite very 90s yet don't worry he'll get there <laughs> he, uh, he will get there he will um, get there he will very much get there um but he has a little brother right yeah little brother um yeah who, who and, really and, looks and, up to him and, and simonson takes the time to like let's actually reflect on the first issue of of, of man of steel with 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 steel and mm-hmm. the fact that yeah a child got murdered mm-hmm. like and what it actually like does for this community like, like how it affects these people it's really nice yeah like like he, this guy becomes super proud of his little brother who he finds outside, you know, got a job is trying to help out. Uh, you know, it's like, no, 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 he, it's this great, like, no, you know, that's why I'm working so you don't have to and can stay in school and, you know, um, it's like, oh, it's six in the morning, school's not even open yet. And he's doing, like, a, a, a paper route, I think. He's, he's uh, delivering it, because, of course, Metropolis still has fucking paper boys. <laughs> well, it, 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 this was the 90s. Paper boys were still a thing. Like, not, not, see, see, but but not as like a child profession. Like a ten year old, I don't think could do it at this time. Still. Oh yeah, no, you have to be like thirteen. Yeah. So. Because like, yeah. And then, there was, and then, and there was, there was some like, idea like, 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 maybe he's meant he's meant to be younger here point. too. So. Yeah, he's like he is a child. It's like sir. We get another we get another scene of these monsters murdering a homeless guy. Um, we then meet up meet back up with uh with the the landlady this uh, this psychic person. <laughs> This, this 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 uh this psychic person um who accurately predicts the future that sh- that uh that this this lady will experience great loss in the near future <laughs> which um <laughs> i mean if you're ever going to have a tarot reader in your story you're either going to be pulling a good omens and like they're not actually a tarot reader or they're going to be extremely prescient with their readings. It's like this is going to happen. It's a Chekhov's tarot reader. It is. It is, is going to happen. To say. Uh, so of course, uh, the older brother here that was with John, um, he gets he gets fucked. Which, by the way, they just fucking do. Like, I don't know why. Like, I remember the first time I read this, this. This took me. This took me aback. Like, like really hard. Um, I could not believe they actually went through with it and just like went at it hard. Um, cause, uh, cause that lady that, um, that had the terror reading, she is their mother. Yes. Mother. Um, yes. and, uh, and we, we, we go in on their like family dinner then. And, and this guy is just late cause he's fucking dead. Um, he, he had his head ripped off. Yeah. My God. They just fucking do that. <laughs> they rip off his head. And, it's, and he's like, He's trying. He what he thinks is that one of us is, the, is that shapeshifter armor lady is being attacked, so he's going into hell, mm-hmm. and he gets his fucking head ripped off. And oh my it's, god! And you know, um, 
and you have uh you know you have the tear raider being basically telling telling steel like you know there's there's gonna be trouble heck there already is trouble mm-hmm. um so steel and, uh gets in the costume and steel is like well steel's also like you know you don't actually believe that stuff mm-hmm. but like but here you know. we are and uh the older brother here is down in the sewers with these guys um and, and I know we've made a lot of jokes about spiky, uh, spiky <laughs> character designs in the past, but yes. my God, this guy what? just grows more spikes than Doomsday. <laughs> starts growing knives out of everywhere. Like, like which conveniently everywhere. doesn't rip his pants off, which I mean, I'm grateful for, but it's like the only clothing it is that it doesn't rip off. Louis Simonson has been one of the writers to show horny restraint. Uh, unlike, say, Dan Jurgens. Um, but yeah, it's it's he he screams about monsters, and he, to add the extra layer of nineties, he's like a porcupine. Yeah, the knives shoot it, it, out; they shoot out of his body. <laughs> and I think conveniently I, not killing anyone here either, though. <laughs> yeah, conveniently not killing anyone. Also, we're in the underworld again. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm telling you, man, it, it, it is weirdly prevalent. That, that keeps <laughs> coming back. Why are you still here? Because it, 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 it was going to take off. It was going. Everyone loves the underworld, Jacob. Come on, everyone wants to be here. Uh, the spikes. He his hair turns into spikes. He has spike eyebrows. His spike eyebrows. Spike eyebrows. Um, spike eyelashes too. Um, can't see him. His eyelashes. His eyes now have like points, and I think those are be the eyelashes. Uh, it's. Do we ever get an explanation as to what these aliens are? Uh, you you delve a bit more into like what they're like later on because because we do continue bloodlines in, in returns in, yeah. in return. Um, but you don't really like go into like their actual backstories. Uh, so anyway, so Steel uh, g- goes asking around uh, for, for all this. Um, the, the little brother goes out looking for his older brother, which is a nice touch. Um, it's, a, it's a nice, it's a nice touch. Um, but, and it's like he's gonna find him. And you, you know, you have more of the aliens. Um, I still can't get over these monster designs. They <laughs> are, God. they are so nineties. They are so edgy. Oh my god. Um, so Steel and, goes out. Uh, uh, we we catch up with the uh, the older brother. Um, we see Maggie Soy here again, which is nice. Um, haven't seen her in a while. Uh, she's investigating the the, the uh, what is it? The, she's investigating the the older brother going missing, right? And the little brother is underneath the cop car. Yeah, which is just just like ooh, yeah. Like, and they come across the monsters, and then the Spiky Man. Spiky man, Spiky man, t- uh, fight, fight, steel, fight, steel, with his knife steel body. armor. Um, you know what? I didn't. I liked blood, the bloodlines issues, but describing them out loud, I feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's good. It, <laughs> it's good. Like writing. I said, it's good to read, and it's fairly light on dialogue. It's it's a it's a breezy fifty pages, but. It feels so stupid to describe out loud. <laughs> and and Simonson adds some emotional heart to it. Yeah, um, like it's it's there, but you still feel like an idiot describing it. <laughs> Cause like like Steel eventually recognizes him. And it's like 
he doesn't remember himself, um, you know, erase your memories, it didn't change your soul, or the kind of man you essentially are, which is interesting, an interesting parallel to uh, Cyborg, Superman, and Last Son of Krypton. I wonder um, if that is intentional. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's intentional. It's got, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. Um, and he, he carries off Spiky Man, um, he, okay, Spiky Man has a name. It's Tom. Tom, that's it. Um, it's Tom. But I don't want to call him Tom. He's, he's Spiky, Spiky, Spiky Man. Man, yeah. So Steel takes him to a phone booth. He uh, he calls he's, his mom. Yeah, he calls he call, his mom. He calls his mother, says he's all right. Um, he's not. He's not. He is. <laughs> um, uh, he doesn't remember who his brother is. His brother's name is Petey. Um, he, he, uh, he doesn't remember who he is. Petey gets attacked by one of the big edgy 90s monsters. Um, and Spiky Man saves him. Spiky Man. See, honestly, at the rate this issue was going, I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking killed the kid at this rate. But they did. They, they did. Simon's and Shouts were straight. I was, more, like, I was more surprised that the kids survived. <laughs> well, even even interesting, it's like, oh, he can semi-control the spikes because he, he he doesn't hurt his little brother, which is very nice. Um, it's like, you know, and it's 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 very nice, and it and it ends eventually on a on a nice note um, of you know, you know, PD uh, PD being like, you know, we're gonna take care of you, and it's. And it's it's sweet, like like how. But also, there's this panel here where where Tom and Petey hug, and you just you gotta like. I hate to nitpick, but I'm not sure if it is a nitpick if I'm asking how the fuck this man with knives all over his body is hugging his brother. See, see, he learns how to restrain them and not hurt his brother. That's the excuse that's given in the comic. That is really convenient. <laughs> it's really convenient. <laughs> Does Spiky Man come back? No, he doesn't. No. No, he doesn't, wait, he doesn't, he wait, doesn't come back. Wait, so we, we continue to follow the edgy '90s monsters, but we don't follow Tom again. We need, uh, as, we need some closure on Spike. And we, we don't even like take care of his affliction. He's just he's stuck with the Spike body for the rest of his life. Okay, Tom Taylor, bring back Spikey. Yeah, bring back Spikey, man. <laughs> How John Kent oh, save him? I swear, I swear, I swear, I liked it. I swear, I it's, liked the no, issue. It's really good. It's just hilarious to say to actually have to talk about out loud. You, you know, you know, it was a. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe we needed that. We're about to talk about a Roger Stern yeah, issue. We're about to talk so, about a Roger Stern this issue. This is Action Comics six eighty nine. They started putting what's up six eighty eight. Sorry, six eighty eight. Um, I don't know where I got nine from. Um. They are putting Superman back in the title in Superman in Action Comics because there is a Superman here now. Um, love the cover. It says Guy Gardner chooses sides. Which um, is, oh, can we just talk about Guy fucking Gardner in this issue? This motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker. Okay, but I love the first page of this issue. Uh, we're reading another ish, another edition of News Time. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, like, here's the thing. Stern opens and it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm agreeing with Guy fucking Gardner. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, so what the fuck is this? It's this news type issue. It's a Superman Alive question mark. Hoax our hero. Citizens report sightings. Has our hero returned? And it's all for their faces. Um, I'm, guess I'm guessing in universe, it's got to be like artist renditions of their faces, right? 
Right, it can't be pictures. There's no way we have like good pictures of all of them at this point. Also, There's... Photoshop doesn't exist yet. Yeah, like okay, whatever. Go along with it. God Gardner is is, <laughs> is what sun flo- is sunbathing here, or floating in a deck chair above a newsstand. He just took the magazine and like the news agent is rightfully pissed at the motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's we, glad we, the green lanterns fired you we can't say we can't say guy gardner anymore we gotta call him the motherfucker um, i'm gonna call him the motherfucker <laughs> the even mother- when we eventually do green lantern because i know you're a big green lantern fan and i'm that's a coming. huge green lantern fan. We will, for those listening we, we will be doing green lantern eventually um I, we we will go all in on green lantern when we do um Anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, the, the motherfucker flies up in the air, uh, reflects on the death of Superman again, and, and it's uh, some nice, it's some nice reflection. You think, huh, huh? Maybe guy's learning. Maybe, maybe he's learning. You know what? It really does make sense that that last son is the one that guy attaches himself to because we catch up with last son here, and he's just being as much an asshole as guy is. God, um, last son. There's a reason they call last son a fascist because it kind of is. Like, yeah, yeah. He fits. He fits like. Also, yeah, no, and uh, even here, he have... he hurt. His last son hurts this criminal so much that Lois goes to visit him in the hospital. Yeah, like <laughs> Lois is just like what it's like, and Lois calls him a fascist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, we see Cat Grad again. That that's nice. We haven't seen Cat in a while. Um, yeah. Um, uh, we get more report- actually it's but- a nice little character piece between Cat and Lois. Yeah. Uh, um we see this uh this is the first time that any any of the Superman cross over with each other. We see Superboy on the on the TV being interviewed by Tana again. Um so it's just cool to see like like that each of the Superman are like starting to become aware of each other even if it's just the characters that are crossing over. And you see Lois mistaking a silhouette for Clark. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting not, first off not the last time she'll do that in this collection but it's there um it's there also <laughs> where we are we are the, this entire page where it happens is, is is another prime example of roger stern too much text yeah too yeah. much text. Well, well even this next one which should just be last son flying back to back to the fortress like it's it, he is so he's thinking about so much there like, like we we already we already know it's it's like he's trying to give a shakespearean monologue to the audience but yeah. this is a comic but, but, book yeah and also this is the last son of krypton this guy's a fucking dick like i don't know and also like he's probably the superman with the most one track mind uh so like doesn't oh, have much yeah. to offer uh, much to offer beyond i am seen as uh, I am seen this way by the public. What am I to do? That's, that's There's also the, who are these others that dare wear the emblem of Superman? Because, mm-hmm. um, like, and like what he, he goes to, into the entities of the regeneration matrix, mm-hmm. which doesn't exactly get explained. Which is funny, because, um, well, so much fucking text. And then you get a semi-unrelated scene that I really like. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's because like you're not too too familiar with the characters right now. But uh, I always like just fleshing out uh, the Metropolis Police Department well, a bit more. That's exactly why it works. It's because it's like let's let's take the time. We've established Maggie Sawyer, uh, uh, and Dan Turpin, and Dan well, no, Turpin. Yeah, but this is not not Dan Turpin here. Uh, this is Jack Casey, or no, oh, no, sorry, not Jack Casey. Wait, who the fuck is that? 
Commissioner, who the fuck is this? I. Who is this? Who the fuck? Yeah, is I think this? I think it's supposed to be Turpin. Is it? Yeah, because he's now Commissioner Turpin. Do they call him that? <laughs> no, wait, no. Who is he? Who is, is, is this? Is this Henderson? No. Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> they mentioned Turpin. I Fuck. saw you read this. Wait, okay, wait. So it's not Turpin. I don't think it's Henry. Oh my god, who is this? Is it the it's the other cop? It must be the other cop guy from Funeral, right? I swear we both read this. <laughs> Look, they don't do enough to necessarily flesh out him as a character, but it's really to flesh out Maggie. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh Maggie gets promoted to inspector, which is nice. Um, uh they reference you know, they reference that she's a lesbian, which is a very nice piece of representation for a, a 90s comic. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone who's like a fairly prominent regular character in Superman. Yeah, a, fair, it's nice a, little addition, a yeah. fairly nice supporting character. Especially uh, in the early 90s. Like, it's, yeah. it's nice to see. And, it, and it, it, she, she doesn't seem like she's going to get brutalized. We're not going to have Barry Gay. We're not. No, no. If, if anything, uh, of of the two main Metropolis police people, Sawyer and uh, and Turpin, people treat Turpin worse typically. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's. Yeah. Fine. Uh, but then you have you know last son going and, and there's a fire, um, and, and, he, and who and, else and he, is and, there? And he meets the fucker. <laughs> He's the motherfucker. He meets the motherfucker. I'm gonna be honest. The fucker starting by just punching his lights out. It, that is cathartic. Uh, this whole fight is cathartic. They're both just being the piss out of each other. It's great. I hate both. I hate both of these guys. <laughs> I you you both suck. I'm just watching with the popcorn. Um, yeah. And even for once, for once, Stern's Stern's over reliance on dialogue eventually has a little bit of a break. And there's some there's some panels that are just a couple of lines, and that's it. I love this bit where. Uh where last Sutton goes to to fight these two guys and like guy guy witnesses him being the shit out of them so oh hey this superman guy he's actually pretty good because <laughs> yeah. of course again i say it makes so much sense that, that this is the superman that guy gravitates towards <laughs> God, I, it's like a part of me is just like you know what you are not gonna grow you are a static character aren't you you are not gonna grow from it's your so funny because because like 2005 onward guy is a real character um so they anything, actually they actually do shit with him that isn't he, he, he's a great character uh we'll, we'll talk about it definitely um because when we cover green lanterns we'll probably be doing like 2005 onwards mostly um but yeah like, like guy is a great character i really do like him it probably doesn't help also that like i started reading guys uh guy like contemporary guy stuff in 2011 i read the the green lantern core title by peter j tamazi um and that was with him and john stewart they were like the two headliners of it um i loved that series and that was where i like first fell in love with both their characters they were the they were the first two lanterns that i fell in love with before i even liked how jordan was a uh, john and guy so interesting Weird to look at this now, where guy is just so one-dimensional. So one-dimensional, but it it kind of works because he he then endorses Superman on TV, and last son of Krypton is you know has a moment of self-reflection. It's probably the weakest ending for an issue. Oh, well, you see this. Well, you have that moment of self-reflection, and and it ends on the line like perhaps there is a better way. Um, so you see 
him starting to like reconsider the way he's been doing things, I guess. Yeah, um, but it, it 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 comes at a final moment. This isn't a great and this is it's just not a great ender for an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we immediately um, go to something more interesting. Superman, uh, the Man of Steel, number twenty three. Uh, uh, yes, uh, the first proper crossover between the Superman, uh, Iron John versus the Metropolis Kid title bout. Now, what's interesting <laughs> is looking at this cover. I was expecting full out fight. I wasn't disappointed when I didn't really get full out fight. Yeah, um, we haven't I, had I, much time with these guys late uh, recently. Uh, well, like, up, up to this point, um, Steel being the most prominent character in here. Not that I'm complaining. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's these are the two characters who have who who probably have had the best exploration of who they are because Superboy just needed that. Really, just needed that one issue. It's like right now we get him. Mm-hmm. We know who he is. We know what makes him tick. Um, and seal and, 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 like, and like again, like I know we like ragged on it a bit, but but like that annual did a lot for John actually. Yeah, um, no, like, the, the the annual is really good. It's just <laughs> it really so is hard to talk about. <laughs> it's really good, we swear. Um, but anyway, because again, we open with gang violence, gang violence, and these guys now have like uh, they they have full access to these super weapons that John helped create. Uh, so Steel is going after them specifically uh, to get these weapons out of their hands. And it's a great two-page spread, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, he is, you know... Of that, um, let's see, who does the art for the, the Steel issues? This is... Uh, pencils by John, John Bog, Bogd- Bogdanove, who, he's the guy who did that of Superman. He, he's the one who did that. He did that that issue. I love uh, this more, but 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 I like his. I love his art in particular because it's a bit more stylized and it really fits Steel's story. It fits Steel. It allows the colors to do things. Uh, like, like even if you just look at the way that like Lex is drawn here, look at those bottom three panels on the first page where he, where uh, where he appears here. Um, I love the way Lex is how, how stylized Lex is there. It's stylized. It's very Lex is getting. You, it, it, it signals Lex is getting more manic as. These things go on, and you have you have still find out about the white rabbit, mm-hmm. and we see the white rabbit, and again, I swear it's written by a woman. <laughs> I I actually really like the way she's introduced here, um, minus uh, two things, exhibit A and B. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, but no, no, I I do like her character. She she is like an interesting side of of the metropolis crime ring but she's um, like she, she's just she's she's very much a powerful woman she's she's a femme fatale just mm-hmm. taken to the extreme for the 90s because like she has all these male lackeys who's just like you know just do shit for me and and yeah. you'll do it um for uh you know for a page and then we go back to the planet uh the daily mm-hmm. planet uh get some some get some nice get some recap uh um basically of of the status quo um I really like actually Jimmy Olsen didn't have as much in this volume as I hoped. Um, but you have nice little moments like this that like you really like see his stance on the whole thing. That he he hates them all. It's just like, no. How dare you stand where my friend stood? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have Lois, who's like, you know, I've spoken to everyone claiming to be Superman except Man of Steel. Despite their best efforts to make me believe otherwise, despite the apparent evidence to the contrary, I don't think any of them are Superman either. Um, and it's like, but stop fighting, you idiots. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, Jeb is here again, once again, just being, being a an creep. asshole. Being yeah. a creep. 
Yeah. She's just oh. lost her fiance. She's not going to go out with you, my guy. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And then, uh, then we see a uh, Superboy here for the first time in the issue, uh, drawn by John. Fuck, I can't, I can't remember his last name. Bogn- um, something like that. Um, but it's the first time drawing Superboy, and he draws him a lot more muscly than uh, than we saw him previously. Well, I mean, I mean, he's also responsible, I think, for that issue of the last volume. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> I, I'm not saying he's the horny one. He is the horny. It's it's very possible. It's very possible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they immediately like they immediately train their super weapons on on him. And I, I love I love the way Superboy is characterized in all of these. Again, he's just he's so cocky. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Lois's chopper then gets shot down. Uh, her pilot dies, but then Steel catches her, making, her. Making, making it their first meeting, which. I, oh god! I, I like we get we get a bit more on it later, but I love their relationship. I love Steel and Lois together. Yes, uh, well, I love one of the first things he says to her after you know asking, "Are you all right, Miss Lane?" And it's clearly just implied he's an adult living in Metropolis who follows the news. He's he's going to know who Lois Lane is. Like, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's you know, I never said I was Superman. Mm-hmm. And if you'll excuse me, and that's like one of the things that Lo- gets Lois on his side. Yeah, um, like, like that he would be the one that she would gravitate towards because obviously none of them are Superman. Lois Lane would be able to tell that of all people, but he's not trying to be. Well, he is trying to be Superman, but he's not claiming to be literally Superman. Yeah, and you have you have Steel instead of you know just punching Superboy in, in his face, just takes him off his like. All right, this is what you did wrong, you child. Um, mm. You know, um, and is is you know, uh, you know, it's the limelight's all yours. Enjoy it, but keep out of the shadows till you're ready to think things through, or more people could die. Um, uh, Lois gets this great sort of inner monologue then about steel. Um, and she says, um, the other Superman felt su- Superman felt wrong. Somehow, this one feels right. Almost like he has Superman's soul. Maybe there is such a thing, a th- uh, thing as a walk-in spirit after all. Um, and then Steel meets Lex. Which is... And, and Lex is basically the devil at this point. He is, he is making a, 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 a Mephistophelian bargain. Mm-hmm. With, with, or attempting to. Um, you know, and Steel just isn't having it. You know, thanks for the Steel tip. then um Steel then meets up with, with White with White Rabbit, who we find out that he has sort of a history with. And we learn her actual name is Angora. Um, and you know, they have a ro- clear romantic history. Um because mm. um someone's horny here. Yeah, yeah. The, the second, is, the second page with them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 horny and it's dirty. And it's this... I like that. Um, that like she, because like there, there's nothing like explicitly that would tell her that he is John Henry Irons before this. Like she just knows him. She sees Steel and like, oh, that's got to be John Henry Irons. It's got to be him. Also, her name is Doctor Angora Lappin. Interestingly, uh, Lappin. Comes from the Latin, one of the Latin words meaning rabbit. Oh, okay, didn't know that. That's that. So that's you know that's hilarious. Um, 
just a little bit, but you get this nice flashback, um, you know, of of them working together, mm-hmm. and you get you get everything spelled out um, that you know he destroyed the prototypes, mm-hmm. um, and you know that you know he didn't want to make super weapons, uh, but he was and basically I- forced to. Yeah, and that that is why he does this now. Um, she takes out the super weapon and shoots him out of her place, which is just kind of funny looking. Um, then uh, Superboy goes into Steel Seal, save Steel. It's a tanker. Yep. And uh, Superboy goes in to save him, which is which is a nice little moment between them. Having the well, it, seal it shows, it shows that Superboy at least can grow as a character. Um, mm. Also, the great bit of comedy where he's trying to blow the fire off of his hands is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. I love the way that's drawn. Um, they sort of fly away together then. We get another nice little contemplative moment with Lois. Um, and uh, what is it? Oh, th- this bit between Lex and Supergirl again. Um, just sort of wrapping it all up really nicely. The Louis Simonson issues and obviously the Jurgen issues are really nice. They, they really... They really it's, it's, it's kind of a shame that we didn't get uh, uh, as much of the uh, of the Carl Kessel issues. Well, we got two. Oh, yes, yeah, two two is fine. Two but, two is uh, good, but yeah. it's 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 very it's very much this show because now we have. So, despite how much I've loved all the Steel issues so far, this next one's my favorite issue of. The oh movie yeah, no, I was going to say this is this Superman is... seventy nine uh, with with a great cover of just. The torn up American flag and and Cyborg Superman blasting through it and holding it up, um, but I love the the opening page of this is just striking. Uh, the story is called Prove It, um, and we follow. And it's and it's, fo- it's not a standard comic story. This is a this is essentially just a prose story. Yeah, this this is an article that uh, written by Ronald, who we saw in the previous collection. Yeah, Actually, we we even saw last issue, who was a uh, part of that argument with Jimmy and everyone. Um, but he's here. He's writing an article. He is sort of becoming the next Clark Kent. He's taking Clark's place at the Daily Planet um, and writing or at an article. He's to... attempting to, yeah, to prove um, that he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing I want to talk about is his sort of tribute to Clark near the beginning of the article. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the man I want to talk about, the man, a man I would prove myself to, uh, to, uh, to if he were still alive, is the reporter who did it all the best, the best Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. And um, it continues on the next page. Uh, this is a little further down. I marvel at Mr. Kent's clarity of vision and evidence of sound reason. I admired the man, his work, and the way he lived his life. Clark Kent died while covering Doomsday's rampage through Metropolis. This is the first time where we have the world at large. Clark Kent is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just acknowledging that Clark Kent is one of the many casualties of Doomsday's Rampage. Um, and now Ronald is here just trying to take his, not, not take his place necessarily, but honor him by, uh, it's, yeah, write, it's by, honor by him. writing an article in his place. Because it's, it, it established, in, an, in a, I think this was in death, um, Clark had won a Pulitzer Prize. Like, yeah. Clark was world-renowned. Um, and it's... It's fascinating. Um, like you, 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 you feel you feel for both Ron. You feel for Perry, um, Perry White, uh, guy in tra- editor in chief of the Daily Planet. Um, I love this little bit here in the in the drawings of um, 
Clark's first piece on Superman uh, for the Daily Planet, the exclusive on uh, the exclusive story of Superman with a cover date of Wednesday, October sixth, nineteen obscured, obscured. <laughs> which, which is you know, it's fair. It, it's a comic book. Time doesn't yeah. matter. Oh yeah, yeah, like just a fun little bit there. Fun little. I also bit. love this. Uh, uh, this this the page after with the drawing of of Ronald between all of the all of the four Supermen and uh, and. And you can feel. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you can feel you can you can you can feel that you know Ronald. This is this is very much a contemplative piece for Ronald, trying to parse out how he feels about all four Supermen, because um, you know his his story is essentially let's investigate, uh, well let, let's let's investigate the aftermath of Superman's death, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he started, you know, going to, you know, the Justice League, uh, you know, basically they don't give him anything. So he goes to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trying to grab an interview with, you know, basically like some Secret Service people. Um, anyone he can see get. What he get. Yeah, um, anyone that would that would listen. Uh, but then this guy that he's trying to interview gets attacked by these gang members. Um which is shortly stopped by Cyborg Superman. And so this article becomes this piece on how the public would view Cyborg Superman and how Cyborg Superman, by the end of this issue, wins over the public, becomes the Superman to everyone. And... First off, Jurgens being the person to take on this story makes it really believable. Like, at, like you know, as... I'm sure, as 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 you know, as, as someone that is only vaguely familiar with Cyborg Superman, you could put together that obviously he's not the best of people. Um, but uh, but like you know, just put if anyone were to like take this character, put it someone that looks naturally evil, um, and make him this public hero, someone that that the people at large would believe is Clark Kent, is Superman. It's Dan Jurgens, and I'm really happy that he's the one in it's charge Dan of this issue. And, and, and it feels almost conspiratorial in the way that it's written as well. That, like, mm-hmm. even by the end, I don't entirely feel like Ron Troop entirely even buys. See, I think he does, actually. I don't think he, I think he buys that the cyborg is the replacement for Superman, but I don't think he buys that it's actually Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's. There's, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff here because um, you, you basically you, you get the ba- I, I, the backstory of the cyborg, you know, being an American government project. And, you know, in the end, we do get our second Bill Clinton cameo. Yes, we get we get. Bill Clinton. So, <laughs> I fucking love it. Cyborg Superman being the most evil Superman. Bill Clinton is, is, is on his side. We love it. <laughs> we love it. It's. It's fascinating you get this um, great little bit then at the end here um where like ronald like at least writes a piece in uh, you know in in the public's eye saying cyborg superman is superman um so you have this bit here where he says superman has returned proving himself to uh to us all over again clark kent cannot return so others must take his his place and prove themselves deserving and equal it's a daunting task but well worth the effort those evaluations are up to you um that so last th- line sticks with you it's so it's not just about Cyborg Superman being the replacement for Superman. It's about Ronald being the replacement for Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Um, and obviously the, this article is successful. It gets page one of the Daily Planet. Um, 
Perry's in love with the article and uh, and it literally does make Ronald um, the replacement for Clark. He, he gets his desk. Um, he, he gets everything that Clark had at the Daily Planet because he writes this article that I'm assuming could, you know, in this fictional world, be Pulitzer Prize winning. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's the story. It's it's very it's also very much a tribute to, to, to Clark as, you know, as a person. Um because it never feels like, oh, I'm just going gunning for Clark's job. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not that at all. Like, you don't have, uh, you don't have a an, an example of like Lois getting pissed that someone's trying to replace Clark. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's you know Lois is you know Lois doesn't really get a doesn't really appear. It's you know us, presumably she knows. She obviously has to accept it because, you know, that's just how the world works. And it's a really good ending, mm-hmm. sort of just of of, of the piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it bleeds very nicely into the second annual of mm-hmm. the collection. Yeah, the uh, the second Bloodlines annual here, uh, which is our annual for Superman. So it's written by Dan Jurgens. Um Okay, so I think the last mistake, the mistake we made last time going over the Bloodlines annual is we just sort of went into too much detail. isn't maybe the best plan of attack for the bloodlines issues so let's try to quickly skim over this mostly well there's Um, actually there's some things in detail that i do want to cover a little bit just because they're i think they're really good um because you know we start with we start with lex corp this one's this one is less 90s um there there isn't a spike man i mean but those monsters are still there the monsters (laughs) are still there uh but you have stuff being dumped into a landfill, including the dead body of the woman Lex killed. That's coming back, Joey. That is. That is. I love it. <laughs> um, um, of all the places, though, for that plot line to be picked up at, it's here, which is odd. But I mean, hey, at, at least at least it is being picked up again. It's, um, it's picked up again. I like the way it goes. because So you have... Um, you know, you, you have you have the cyborg saving some people, um, uh, and he comes across essentially the victims, some victims of the aliens, um, mm-hmm. who you know are in in a massacre in the underworld because, of course, that's coming back too. Um, and you know, you some interesting some some interesting wounds. Um, and then you eventually you eventually get to the evening where just I think he's like just supposed to be a security guy. Yeah, I think he's just like some kind of guard he's there. Security guard. He's attacked by one of the edgy nineties monsters and with Wow, with that's the, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that is just really fucked up. Though you know, it's probably the most graphic that uh, this whole story has gotten so far. Yeah, it's it's really, really graphic. graphic. This is this is yeah. where we get edgy nineties like grim like just 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 gore and guts um mm. and like they it slurps it with its second mouth mm. uh before um like before it takes the uh, somehow I don't Some... entirely get what happens, Joey. How 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 the the lady that Lex killed comes back? I think her name. Yeah, her name's Sasha. Like, mm-hmm. is it alien DNA brings her back to life? 
I think. I think. I, honestly, I don't know. But her eyes open. We follow her inner monologue. We go over to LexCorp. We're, we're Henderson. Uh, uh, yes, we have hundred. Okay, so it was it. It definitely was. It had to be Henderson. It had to be Henderson. Had to be Henderson. Um, I'm gonna go with Henderson there. Uh, so, so we're at LexCorp. Um, I love the way Lex is drawn in this issue because he's just like he's so charming, but also slimy bastard Lex. Yeah, slimy bastard. He he reflects on his murder of a totally innocent woman. Um, little does he know that that it will come back to haunt her, haunt him. When here. when talking to like. Her father. That's right. It is her yeah. father. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Lex is this total psychopath. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he just reflects on how he like wrung out her neck. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um. Like. So 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 the body comes back. The body showers itself off, and then takes the form of this other woman. Uh. And it's very surreal because we go mm-hmm. into this interesting body centers plot where it steals the identity you know, of this woman, wears her clothes, um, leaves her in a tracksuit on the locker room floor uh, mm-hmm. while Cyborg Superman is trying to be trust, figure out how to be trusted. And uh, is interestingly like, oh, Henderson will take Luther's help, but not mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he believes I might actually be a threat. Why? Um, well, it's because you are a threat cyborg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he breaks into Lex. He, he sort of breaks into LexCorp. Uh, and, you know, they're they're trying to sort of analyze data at the crime scene. You get the sense that, you know, Luther wants power. Luther doesn't just want to see random people killed. Um, mm. like, even though, you know, he just killed a random person. Even though he killed a random woman. Uh, <laughs> like, they tried to do some investigations. Well, and that woman, you know, you know, is talking about how she needs to go pick up groceries. Uh, runs into runs into someone that she, you know, that she knows, um, and the woman, like this woman, Mavis, immediately is like, "No, you're not my friend. Who you're wearing your clothes and that's her car, but who the hell are you, lady?" Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna assume that like she's talking with like a totally different voice here. I'm assuming a voice. I read it almost as like. How are things going with that new therapist of yours? Nobody opens with that. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> who talks like that? Um, also, I gotta say, I really don't like the art in this issue. I think Cause it's... Because you, you have that bit where, uh, where like, the... Sean's into the lady, uh, lady at the store there. And... Or, uh, at the, um... What was gym. That? The gym, that's it. And then, uh... And then afterwards... Like you have this really weird panel at the top when we go back to Cyborg Superman. What is with that lady's face? Her like nose comes into her her other eye, and you can't see her other eye because the nose is like protruding out that far. It's really weird. It's weird. There's this is weird, weirdly drawn art. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm honestly not a fan of it. Uh, it's it, but it's it's interesting because like. This body swapper gets you know, gets into a gang fight. Um, doesn't get hurt. Is confused. Uh, we get this weird, like, apparently deserving of a full page shot here, where <laughs> where she takes the consciousness of this gang person here, and just turns into this dude, but also 
not entirely. Well, well, she like holds on to like every everybody's consciousness that she's taking, so it's like everyone in there at yeah, once. It's sort of an amalgam, which is is weird. Uh, See, the same shit is happening again. We sound like fucking idiots describing this blood, blood, that, bloodlines issue. What, this is what, so. Why does this keep happening, Joey? There are, two, there are two more of these, Jacob, in the next collection. <laughs> do they? Do they get even weirder? Uh, the one of them does. The one of them I know for sure does. (laughs) Yeah, she finds... They find... And I mean plural they, because I suppose it's multiple consciousnesses in one body. They they find a woman and a sexual assault happens. Like, yeah, yeah, it's... It's the 90s. Anyway, Cyborg, anyway, Cyborg Superman meets Lex, which is a nice little meeting. Oh, <laughs> yes, this is a nice meeting. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah. And Cyborg Superman calls him out about this missing woman. Um, just like, you know, and then he found her in, in his garbage dump. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to say, Lex is trying to save Faze. Um, you know, uh, interestingly, Cyber Superman doesn't seem to put together that it was Lex who did it. It's mm-hmm. that, oh, it's the same person as these murderers. And Lex is like, yes, I will latch onto this. My ass is saved. And it is. Um, and like, they they investigate. Henderson gets called in. Um, the amalgam cop person comes to LexCorp um, and, you know, with a gun. Uh, yeah, as you, as you do. It's the first gym lady that she took. Yeah. Is they, they then take her sister. Up, yeah, and then they take her, they, they put her in this, like, tube where they're gonna, what are they gonna do? They're gonna find out what happened to her. Um, <laughs> yeah. I swear it's good. It's, it's good, but it's, it's good. so it's so weird to talk about. Joey, it's weird. Um, I told you we should have skimmed this. <laughs> yeah, but like Cyborg Superman, you know, they they, they leave for a minute, leaving Lex alone. Um, Lex launches an attack on his own place. Right? And basically, what, yeah, yeah. And bas- just so he can confirm that this is, you know, does not remember, and takes the has has um, has someone take away this lady um, by helicopter. It's gonna it's gonna kill her, and she absorbs her, makes her makes the original shoot herself, which is really fucked, really dark. Then, then she crashes the helicopter and walks away. And honestly, I don't think we don't follow up on that for the rest of uh, this. Uh, not, 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 not this arc, at least. But it, it, may, it may honestly, it may have been followed up afterwards. I haven't read any specifically Superman things like immediately after this, so it may have been followed up on. I don't know. Still, um, that sounds like it's like you guys are leaving threads open that need to be closed. Yeah, um, but then we have um, the final issue of the collection. Uh, uh, Adventures of Superman number five hundred two. Boy meets girl, as it as it says there. Um, Which is finally... interesting because I'm going to be honest. Supergirl has not been served very well from this specific volume. 
Yeah, she, she or she just hasn't had a lot to do in this movie. Yeah, which is a shame. Yeah. Oh. Um, love Tana though as a character. We get some more reporting uh, reporting from her from her on on Superboy, which is nice. Um, he meets up with Supergirl. I do have this great first spread of him holding up a car while she's holding up him, and yep. is it's <laughs> it's an interesting it's an interesting little thing. It's like what the story you would have demanded if we hadn't thought of it first. It's like. Okay, sure. That is um, that. You know, I've been reading some classic Spider-Man recently, and um, th- like they kind of have those weird little taglines where it's uh, well, a lot of like old comics like that. This is definitely like meant to be like uh, well, like like an homage to like old like very classic comics where they're like you know like you asked for this story, so here it is, like directly talking to the reader like this. It just doesn't. It wasn't happening at this point in comics, so it's a nice little homage there. Immediately followed up by a a very large panel of Superboy just staring at Supergirl's chest, which yes. is and there. making a boob joke. Yeah, yep. I was easy. chest choking. I mean, I was just joking. <laughs> Again, if Superboy wasn't so lovable, I'd have actual problems with. Yeah, um, and it's it's interesting that like they like Supergirl's just like also does not want to take any of this child shit, um, like, and Superboy has kind of, kind of like ooh hello Supergirl, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then we we meet, um, who is this character? I don't know. The the Stinger. Yes. The they stinger, call him the Stinger. The Stinger. He is an assassin. He is going out to kill Superboy. But in the meantime, let's catch up with Bibbo because we need to find the out what's going on with Bibbo. I love this. Dog tag. He's so good. On there and had to be dropped off. So it's crypto and ha ha ha. It's, it's great. I love it. It's great. Also, Bibbo just takes it in his stride and like. And punches you know, the guy in the face. Punches the dude in the face. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, we... So Superboy has no other clothes. Like He just wears the Superboy outfit with the leather jacket everywhere like, he goes. The dude, the dude, the child needs a change. Someone give this child a change of clothes. Um, I'm sure Lex can give him something. And here he is. He doesn't give him anything. It's horrible. Yeah, no, it's like, no, takes him to dinner as Superboy with... Um, and Supergirl is also there. Um, you you have you know uh, uh, you know uh, Tommy. I believe we'll start with the celebratory chateau de Janky sixty two. Janky being one of the artists. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. And a soda cola for our young guest. A soda. I love it. I love that soda gets a mention. It's great. And you have it's basically. It's basically a business meeting with a child, and I love the way Superboy is drawn throughout this, where he's just like, no table manners. Um, he hasn't even taken off his gloves to yep. eat. I am yeah. like, like, sir, you are eating he's, dinner. He's just staring at Supergirl the whole time. Um, they're trying to get him on board with them so they could like exclusively report on him instead of him being with GBS. Um but he has to go take care of something. Uh, he uh, he goes to meet with this uh, um, meet with like Tana and uh, was it uh, Mr. Edge from GBS who have hooked him up with this weird deal, this really really weird deal, <laughs> where he gets this apartment um, that he's allowed to stay in, 
uh, owned by this guy named Rex. Rex, Rex just... Leech. Rex Leech. <laughs> Who just offers up his daughter just yeah, as a person. As a person. <laughs> and he's cuter than Bon Jovi, Luke Perry, and Robin put together. <laughs> Which is such a great line. Uh, my, here's my question. Was Tim Drake... Tim Drake's not the hot one. I like to think that Jason Todd's the one she had a crush on. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. That, that would be so great. I would love that. <laughs> the one. Like, Tim Drake... Just, no. Also, Bon Jovi and Luke Perry. <laughs> and Robin. If if nothing else was going to date this book, it's that. <laughs> he has dated it so much. Also, well, Rex Leach... I can't... Uh, who does Re- Rex Leach kind of looks like Ed Wynn. Um, God, you do. Uh, but like infinitely creepier than, than Ed Wynn. Also <laughs> mixed with Danny DeVito. Because, you know. Bit of Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, yeah. And like he just signs it immediately. And Tana's just like... The, Tana's just like, do we have to do this? This is predatory. This is bad shit. Yeah. Um, um, but Superboy has to go stop a a train from or move a train uh, I, I, to a, that move a train to a museum. It's a publicity stunt. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they have this great, you know, Carl Kessel being the leftist haha reference old Superman things. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a train. No, it's Superman. One of them, anyway. <laughs> Which is a nice little. I, I love those nice little uh, touches. It's he's yeah. clearly having fun writing this one. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, the the stinger shows up to fight Superboy <laughs> and blows up the train. Uh, um, meanwhile, Bibbo is doing all that he can to help um, with a fire hose with Crypto by his side. <laughs> because again, Bibbo Bibowski, the best character in the book, literally the best character. It does he not is get the best in Bibbo. Like. Um, and then you have Supergirl come in also to help. Um, the Stinger, of course, being a massive sexist, because supervillain. Um, and then, you know, there's some explosive charges. They go boom. Uh, people, st- the bridge falls into the river. And, you know, it's like... We, we, end, we end on a cliffhanger, which is nice. Um, but then we also get this, uh, this sort of ominous view into space. All right, so I was curious. Um, did you have any theories as to who, who is in the spaceship? Uh, my money's on Clark. It's gonna be Clark, Clark okay. isn't it? Gotcha. It, it gotcha. It's gotcha. gonna be Clark. Like gotcha. it's, it's. I mean, I'll tell you right now, you're wrong. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, only because I, I was I was kind of looking for a different kind of answer, but I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about it next time. Um, that that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Interesting. Because <laughs> the first it's thought was, uh, um, like. Clark's gone. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll, that... we'll consider we'll consider the dialogue here in the last panel. Um, the ship will reach its target target in less than three days, and then it's war. Oh right, so it's gonna be. Then I have no idea. Okay, uh, all right, but that'll be fun. That'll be. Fun. I know, like when I first read that, I was like, "Ooh, it's gonna be thing in there," and I was I was wrong actually. So um, so I'm uh, I was curious if you had any uh DC villains in mind as to who it could be. I, I don't, because I sadly don't know a whole lot of Superman villains. Uh, we get a nice little gallery here at the end of uh, different like Very, pages I, for each of them. I like the Cyborg Superman one. My favorite, of course, is the Superboy one because 
super boy um again just these really nice sketches of uh of the different supermen and the nice like concept art and that's that's the issue that is reign of the Superman. um so you said it was your favorite so far right i i think this was my favorite like it's still not you know amazing we aren't reaching like like see i really i don't know i really like it it's it's the stern issues it's whenever stern takes over I don't think they drag it down that much because he only writes it's two issues that in the much. whole collection. It's, 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 it's... See, he only, he only writes two issues in the whole collection and one of them is with Guy Gardner. And Guy Gardner, while an asshole, is always at least fun to read. It's fun. It's, 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 it's the problem of just trying to get through the stern issues because they make a 20-page comic book feel like 50 pages. Fair enough, I guess. Fair and 50-page annuals feel like 150. Yep. Um, so uh obviously we didn't watch any sort of tie-in material for this we'll be doing that next time when we do return of superman because we'll actually mention it this time yes we are covering return of superman next time in case you couldn't tell <laughs> that would be really funny though if we just stopped at this point we're gonna go next, and... next time we'll talk about uh superman year one by frank miller no um, no <laughs> No. Oh my god, imagine I spring that on you one day. I haven't even read it, but uh, I, I've heard it's you very bad. I, I imagine heard, it's bad. Apparently, because um, we were I didn't know about this, because we were looking through Superman comics, and uh, you said there was a Superman Year One by Frank Miller, written very recently. It was like um, 2018, I think. I think it was 2019, yeah. Apparently Clark joins the military at one point. <laughs> oh. Which is just the most okay. Frank Miller thing I've ever heard. God, we are going to... Next time we do a Frank Miller comic, we are going to have to tackle. Apparently, all, apparently, also Clark has like hypnotic suggestion in it. He like, as a baby, he like mentally convinces Mon Pa Kent to take him in. <laughs> Why? Oh God! <laughs> I was just reading into it. It's the funniest shit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, Reign of the Superman. That was I was in. You know, it's my favorite collection. It still got some flaws. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mainly the certain stuff. And I, I suppose some of the Superboy stuff may not be your cup of tea, which I, I get. Like, I get it. It's of the time, but it's almost so ridiculously of the time that it's oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I and, really like the Superboy and, stuff. Um, and the also animals the fact, are great. Yeah, and, and, the, and the fact that also Steel is is the main headliner Superman here really does add a lot to the, to the collection because he is the most likable Superman. He's also um, just the most interesting character. Yeah, um, oh, definitely, definitely. I love Steel. Just... Don't watch the Shaq movie. We're totally going to watch the Shaq movie someday. It's going to be great. <laughs> Bonus episode. We watch the Shaq movie. We will do a commentary track. <laughs> 10,000 subscribers. Cool. 10,000. Yes, get us to 10,000. No, not 10,000. Fuck it No, we will do the Shaq movie. We'll totally do the Shaq movie. Um... All right. So uh, once again, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, leave a rating, uh, review if you can. Hopefully, a good one. Um, that'd be fantastic. Um, as always, though, if you're not listening, if you're not listening to us on YouTube, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Blood Donut Studios, as it, it's the best way, it, fastest way to show us your support. And also, just number of subscribers on the YouTube channel is a lot more like accessible for most people to view how our content is measured if that makes as, sense as well so. as as well as using a direct line where we are able to be contacted through the comments yes yeah you... leaving comments on the youtube videos will will uh is the easiest way to get in contact with us if you want to start a conversation there that's always possible um but of course also just listen to us on whatever uh podcast providing service you're listening to us on to we're on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts anchor and apparently podcast addict 
I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's there. And uh, we're also on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Um, again, we're recording ahead of time, so we're not sure how Funeral for Our Friend went down. We're hoping it went down well. Um, but I guess we'll see you all next time with the Return of Superman episode. Until next time, this has been Joey Morgan. And Jacob Licklider. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, and then like, I love that panel that immediately follows it. You could cover one side of it, and it looks almost almost like the fucking Terminator. Like, yeah. oh, hang on, we're gonna make another cut here. Got a fucking train. Of course, there's a train. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> this is just this is these last two recordings have just been cuts galore. We can mm. we, we can we can take this we can take me saying this and stick it at the end because by God. It's fucking horrible. Like, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is why we record late because the trains have fucking stopped at this point. Usually, usually. <laughs> oh my god. All right, I think it's. Is it gone? I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure it's fully out of earshot first. Uh, my memory, so much of it is gone, he says. You feel that emotion? Oh my fucking, fucking god. god! Another train! I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I hate this. So many trains. Oh. I'll wait. I'll wait. We will wait. We need, a, we need a train compilation at the end, though. We do. We, we fucking is, do. Because that, that is hilarious. Alright, we're good. Anyway, I will take that from where I left off. Um, okay. The Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. It's, a boy. Um, it's so. Oh my! Oh my! Fucking god! Are you kidding? Are you kidding? And now the train compilation. Are you fucking kidding? Oh my god, this is the fourth fucking timestamp I'm making for this video. <laughs> my god. <laughs> and only one of those was avoidable. My god, I hate everything. I love everything. This is hilarious. Horrible. It's never been this bad this late in the night. <laughs> is it gone? I should be able to splice when we... S nope guess not. no <laughs> I, should, I should be able to i should be able to splice when we say the adventures of superman when he was a boy we'll, we'll just take it from there um, okay then okay. we'll get into the actual issue my fucking god I hate it. <laughs> you know it says we just hit an hour in the episode it's gonna be like fucking 50 minutes so far <laughs>